Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks post game podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Welcome in. The Hawks beat the Maple Leafs at the United Center 5 to 3 on the back of Patrick Kane's hat trick and four point night. Jackson Stauber gets to win. Uh, Cole Gutman scores his first NHL goal. Jackson Stauber also gets his first uh, NHL yeah, point. Jackson Stauber picks up an assist. And before the game, Jonathan Taves is shutting it down. So aside from that, not too much to discuss. Yeah. Uh, thanks for jumping in. I'm Jay Zawoski with Mario Tirabasi right here. Uh, Greg Boyson is at the United Center and will join us as soon as he is able after uh, I'm sure Patrick Kane and Luke Richardson meet the media after this win. Uh, I'm sure. Um, make sure you smash that like button on the YouTube channel. Make sure you are subscribed to the YouTube and to the podcast wherever you listen. And a five-star podcast review would be lovely if you've got... 30 seconds for us. Uh, we would really, really appreciate that. So we're going to start with uh, the game tonight before we sort of backtrack to all the Jonathan Taves stuff that happened uh, earlier in the day. Um, tank be damned for one night. This was one of the most entertaining hockey games that I've seen in years. This game had yeah. like the feel and the energy of a dynasty era game. Absolutely. Like, the yeah. building was electric. You had fans from both teams. Uh, and today, let's be let's be honest. Like, this was a very emotional day for Hawks fans. From hearing about Jonathan Taves shutting it down for, you know, the foreseeable future. We have no idea if he'll be able to come back or not. Um, so you're dealing with the emotions of that. Mm -hmm. Then you've got Patrick Kane with the hat trick and a night that's the second biggest crowd of the year, a crowd that was in it all night. Uh, even like it was first responders night and Danny Golden, the, the police officer who was paralyzed mm -hmm. trying to break up a fight on the South side was at center ice dropping the puck. Like there was a so much emotion that's in this lot. night. Mm -hmm. And I found myself when Kane scored the hat trick, I was getting a little bit emotional because it was like, Man, we have spent so much time, you know, gnashing our teeth and, and worrying about what's going to happen with Patrick Kane mm -hmm. that, like, I'm guilty of it. I haven't stepped back, really, and realized, like, how significant it will be if and when Jonathan Taze and Patrick Kane are no longer Blackhawks. And a game like this is sort of what I think a lot of Hawks fans needed to remind ourselves of, my God, we're looking at one of the greats in this franchise's history. Two of them, frankly. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, – I, I, I said it when we got back to the office uh, here for the third period. It was just like this was a game I did not want to leave. Yeah. Um, there was just, like you said, so much energy in the building. Um, Sunday night, Leafs in town, uh, sellout crowd, uh you know, check all the boxes. You had the the, the Jonathan Taze stuff before the game. Uh, you know, potentially even before the 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 first first goal, second goal, then the hat trick goal. Even before all of that for Patrick Kane, it's one of potentially three final games that he plays in Chicago. Um, it was yeah, it was you 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 knew you were stepping into uh, the UC, and it was it was going to be a different night, and. Um, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was definitely special. It was, we've been saying for, you know, the, the last little while that as far as Patrick Kane goes for his, uh, 
you know, for his trade value or, or whatever, um, he needed to start looking like vintage Patrick Kane, and uh, he does. I mean, these this last two games that he's played, he has absolutely uh, turned back the clock, and maybe you know it's it's him trying to step up and, and prove to uh, prove to the rest of the NHL that hey, I still have it in the tank. I still have tons to offer. Um, maybe it's it, this is just a fleeting thought that I've had throughout the night. Maybe it's it's him knowing that he's come to a decision one way or the other yeah and feeling that weight kind of off of his off of his shoulders and playing a bit more loose um that that's just a complete spitball in my own mind i i have no information if that's actually true but you know it it it, it could come into play and you know what if this was the last time he plays in front of uh a chicago crowd as as a, as a member of the blackhawks like what a freaking way to go out. Um, Absolutely. Just, just, yeah, just incredible. Uh, and, and yeah, we've, we, we definitely were uh, hard on him these last couple of, uh, couple of days. And as, as the trade deadline approaches and the, this, this decision that needs to be made uh, about his future, you know, we, we've, we've definitely peeled back the, the veil of Patrick Kane and, and, the legacy that he has over his career with the Blackhawks. But this was a night where you, you, you can't ignore it. And you can't, this is a, a performance where you don't, you, you are reminded of everything that has happened in his career in, in, in Chicago uh, and, and what he's meant to the organization. Um, so yeah, it was, it was definitely a, a an energy driven night. Um, so much going on. Yeah. Uh, it's almost like hard to yeah. sort through. <laughs> There's yeah. just so much it's, to get to. It's 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 a lot. It's a lot, yeah. and it it started it started on on the drive into the stadium. So it was it was quite the day. It was quite the uh, quite the Sunday afternoon. Yeah, and a couple of people saying in the chat, and Ryan says if Kaner hit that spinorama, I'd have hit the ceiling. <laughs> he was coming down, and I kind of I like elbowed Gre- uh, Greg, and was like, "You imagine." <laughs> if he completes that yeah like man like it, that place would have it was already up for grabs that place would have gone up for freaking grabs oh and i want to say too before this game even began they announced patrick kane in the starting lineup mm-hmm. and he got the biggest pop he's gotten in a long time yeah and throughout the game you know he scored the goal they showed him on the scoreboard people went nuts hawks fans are realizing what could happen here in very short order? Mm-hmm. And they want to make sure that Patrick Kane feels the love. And I, I, I don't think that he's, you know, I think he knows how Chicago fans feel about him. I don't think there's much doubt about that, but th- that's Kaner is a guy who keeps an eye on what's happening around the league. And he hears a chat oh, and he's heard people say he's not the same guy he used to be and, and on and on and on. And just like Brad Marchand learned in 2013 that you don't poke the <laughs> sleeping bear, yep. right? That's what a lot of people have done to Patrick Kane lately. And he's got five goals over his last two games. Remember, before that, he had nine goals the entire season. season. <laughs> yeah. And there were some people on Twitter saying like, oh, you know, you guys were writing him off and you guys were were talking crap about him. Like, we were just watching the games. Yeah. The Before these last two, in his previous 12 games, he had one goal. Like, that's... You know what I mean? So yeah. we're not here to bag. The, look, however you want 
the Patrick Kane thing to end in Chicago, whether you want him to be traded by March 3rd or whether you want him to re-sign next year, Patrick Kane playing well works for everybody. Mm-hmm. That that There's no bad side. Like, it works for us. It works for fans. It works for Kyle Davidson. It works for Patrick Kane if he wants to tell Davidson he wants to be back. Like, there's no downside at all for anybody to have Patrick Kane play well. Yeah. Unless you're just one of those people that lives and dies with the tank, right? That's like really the only way you could justifiably be upset. Mm-hmm. But man, it's um, it's tough. And Nate says, Jay and Mario, put yourself in Davidson's shoes. King comes in and says, no trade. I want to resign. What do you give him AAV over three to four years? Look, I, money is not even a concern. The Hawks are going to be fighting to get to the cap floor. Now the question is, do they want Patrick Kane back? And I would assume so. Yeah, I mean, I got in a discussion with some people on Twitter the other day about like how the Hawks might just be ready to move on and start the next era. But the argument that was given to me, and I really didn't have a response for it, was, well, who's he taking ice time away from? Like, how is having Patrick Kane here no one. for Reichel and Gutman and whoever else, how is that hurting the team? It's really not, right? Future top six, Cole Gutman. Well, I'm just saying, like, no, you yeah, know, it's not like he is he's, holding. He's a not spot. holding anybody back. If exactly. He, if he's back for the next three, four years, whatever it is, um, there's plenty of of roster spots that will be open for the next wave of of players to come through. And you know, if if the decision ends up being that Patrick Kane doesn't want to be traded, and he is open to contract extension uh, talks with Kyle Davidson. I'm fine with that. And I think the Blackhawks would be fine with that. I think, you know, would it be nice to get a couple future assets for him that, you know, especially in, in this draft class would be high value? Sure. Is it also, is it bad to have him around if he's accepting the, the fact that eventually he will no longer be the face of the team uh, and that he's going to eventually see his minutes decreased over the the time of that contract extension, whatever it would be. Um, If he wants to do that, I don't think the Blackhawks have, have any reason to say poo poo, go away. Like I I think that there's, there's definitely value in having him around. If he's, if, if he's in, in the, in the right spirits uh, for, for the next generation of of players to come through, he can definitely be a guy uh, that, that can, you know, be a leader in the locker room, can show the guys how to be, uh, you know, how to be a superstar in the NHL and, and how to be a, a, a professional. That's definitely, uh, there's definitely value to that. And look, it's, it's, it's a guy who keeps people in the building. It's a guy who keeps, you know, selling merchandise. So from the business aspect of things, if Patrick Kane says, yes, I would like to sign an extension, retire as a Blackhawk, that's all, that's, that's good for the Blackhawks, uh, from the business aspect of things. And I don't think it takes any, like you said, I don't think it takes anything away uh, on the on the hockey side of things. Now, if if this is just an anomaly, these past two games, and he actually is cooked, um, then that's a different discussion. I just, uh, just for the record, I have never believed Patrick Kane was cooked. I, I, we have always sort of said, even when we were being critical, in fairness, he's not playing with the talent level of players he used to play with. True, yeah. But there were a handful of games where he didn't look invested. He didn't look like he was uh, had his head in the game, didn't look like he was motivated at all. That cannot be denied. Anyone who's been in here with us for you know these 50-plus games or whatever we've had this season, they've seen the same thing from Patrick Kane that we've had. Yeah. Um, but 
I think we all sort of assume like if he were to get traded to a contender, he would look very much like the old Patrick Kane again. It would look a bit different. Yeah. And that's how he's looking now. And a couple quotes rolling in uh, post-game. Ben Pope uh, says, Patrick Kane says the Maple Leafs were never a real possibility as far as a potential trade partner. Quote, there are lots of reports out there, and not all of them are true. So there you go. There's a uh, <laughs> take that, Kyle Dubas. <laughs> oh, oh, the Tears will be a flowing yep. in Toronto. Oh goodness! Yeah, it's uh, oh. that's something. Um, what, 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 what would it take to resign Kane, though? Do you think just get, to the original question? If would if, you just I, give him ten and a half million for no, however many more years? No, 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 no. I think you you to something that you always say, and that I think this uh, Kyle Davidson has learned from a previous general manager uh, is that you don't pay for past performance. You you pay. You should pay for market value. Um, if you listen to market value from our friends at The Athletic, Patrick Kane is a league minimum player, but he is actually not. Uh, I, I, if, I'm if, sorry. I if, if Patrick Kane <laughs> said, dumb. I want to stay in Chicago, I want to see what happens next, especially what happens in May, um, I would, if I was Kyle Davidson, I would say here is a four-year Eight and a half million dollar deal, and we go from there. Four, the, I, I, four years guarantees that he retires as a Blackhawk, and we don't have to do this song and dance, you know, yeah, of of trade rumors or anything. He, I, I think he finishes his prime in the next his 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 peak prime. He's still a, a top tier, yeah forward in the league I think finishes within that time I'm still trying to shake off the emotions of this game and the last two games from Patrick Kane and think back to the prior 50 plus sure and say is that a guy I want for four more years I don't know I, I got, I'm trying to imagine what his game's going to look like with four more years on that hip well if he you know if, I, if it if it is a hip injury that can be fixed with intervention like surgery do it in the summer and 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 if and or if shut he, if him he's, down after the if he says he doesn't want to be traded sure just say cool shut it down get okay. your surgery and be 100 percent for next I'm season fine with that would, too. i don't think anyone would have a problem with that yeah i i would i would be fine with with that too now if it's something that surgery can't fix um I, again I, I i'm not a doctor i don't play one on tv um, not yet. If not yet, at least. Not with that yeah. attitude, Mister. Uh, if it's if it's something that can't be fixed, that can only be rehabbed, then then yes, that is a different discussion. Because if over the last two three seasons, that's been the process as to oh, I'm just going to rehab it in the off season and get back to health, it hasn't been the same. So the question is, would he accept less money for longer term, and for the know. agreement of? We are not going to trade you. You sign this deal, you're going to have your no movement clause, but you're also going to have that year four. We are not even going to ask you. We're not even going to hint at it. We're not even going to suggest that we trade you. Your last game as an NHL player will be as a Chicago Blackhawk. Yeah, if 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 he wants to sign up for that, I'm I am absolutely in agreement from from a Blackhawks perspective. Yeah, I just you know four years. Four years is a long time. Yeah, but it also it, it also could secure that you know 
if this team is good again and playing meaningful games late into the season and competing for a playoff spot um, in the next two, three, four seasons, it also kind of guarantees that he's part of that, which yeah. would be a great way for him to potentially end his career. Um, we got some some video to share. Why don't we do the uh, Charlie Romeliotis' tweet of Patrick Kane being celebrated? Um, Since you couldn't see it on ESPN. Yeah, because ESPN had to go get the thoughts of people. Um, <laughs> this was the uh, the announcement of Patrick Kane as the uh, first star of the game and the ovation that he got at the United Center. Uh, yeah, brought to you by our friend Charlie Romeliotis. Yep. as we have sound we got audio or no oh we don't have audio well if you're watching on youtube it looks good just imagine the first uh, the first star announcement it's very very cool uh there it Uh, is there it is there we go yeah let's start it over Is YouTube going to ding us for Rocky Lake a Hurricane? Nah, <laughs> so be it. Our video has been taken down because there's a distant <laughs> playing of Rocky Lake a Hurricane by the Scorpions uh, being played. Uh, yeah, it was it was a very cool night. And let's yeah. uh, let's also play the Kyle Davidson uh, audio on Patrick Kane. So Davidson met the media before uh, the game today and uh, talked about Jonathan Taze. We're going to get to that in the second half of the show, but then finish up with uh, with Patrick Kane. And by the way. We've got our biggest post-game audience we've had maybe all season. Uh, it, it so might be. if you're in here, we've got 160-something people watching and 60-something likes. That means over 100 of you have not hit the like button. Smash so it. please smash that like button. If we get to 100, we'll do some bonus spins on the uh We have like on the three tankathon. banked already. Yeah, we do. We do. But I want 100. <laughs> I want 100 likes. That is the goal for tonight. Do it. And I will bother you throughout the show. Until we get them. <laughs> so 100 likes, that will be a uh, CHGO Blackhawks postgame record. Let's do it. All right, here is Kyle Davidson meeting the media at the United Center before the game today. Not to switch gears on you, but obviously the other uh, cog in this wheel uh, with Patrick Kane, how often have you talked with him? Is, is a deadline approach as well what he wants to do? Um, always staying in contact with, with Patrick and, and uh, you know his representatives. And so... Uh, Nothing new to report there, but um, just always in, in contact and, and, and talking through things. Does How do you expect that to work? Like, do you expect to go to him with this team is willing to trade for you? Will you waive your no trade clause for this team? Or do you expect him to come to you with a list of here are the two or three teams I'm willing to go to? Um, you know what, I think it, there's there's a lot of give and take. I don't think there is a, a defined path on, on how we're going to treat it. I think it's, it's, it's very much just information sharing and, and collaboration along the way and uh, finding if there's, if there's something that's uh, a fit one way or the other. Or, um, you know, it's a, it's a really difficult decision for Patrick, right? And, and that's something that we, uh, we recognize and, and allow him the, the, the leeway to, to make the best decision for himself. And we're going we're gonna to follow that. Um, you know, I think the one thing, too, is that, uh, you know, the idea that, that um, you know, him uh, or, or, or there not being a decision reached is, is 
looked negatively on by us and I, I just want to you know dispel that notion that's that's not at play here you know um, Patrick's done a lot for the organization he's done a, uh, a tremendous amount for for the city and he's 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 you know deserved the the leeway to make the right decision for himself and so we're going to give him that space and but when we when we do get to um, uh, a conclusion one way or the other it'll be through a partnership and, and collaborative uh, uh, decision-making process yeah, it feels like he doesn't even know exactly how it's going to go down like you know he said because obviously the more teams he gives you the more you can get for him in return right so there has to be more like specific communication going on right and um what do you think? I don't know. I, I, you know, I think it's, it's again, it's a, it's a really tough thing to, to, kind of read into, and, and I'm just, you know, there for him if he wants to, talk and, and bounce ideas off of. But, um, you know, we're just we're not at the point where we're, you know, looking at that specifically yet. How does do you have a sense of like, a, do you have like anticipation when that decision might be, or do you going to do two weeks before the deadline? Yeah, it's. I'm assuming it's it's going to be soon. Um, you know, we. We're in constant communication, so um, we're we're just kind of working through it day by day. But no, uh, there's no deadline or firm uh, firm time set. All right, that was Kyle Davidson at the United Center before the game today. Uh, by the way, we have smashed the uh, 100 like total. Thank you. <laughs> let's get 200. Come on, let's go 200. More likes than viewers. Let's go. Um, so here was my takeaway from this. We have all operated with the assumption that. Kyle Davidson is not going to approach Patrick Kane or pursue a trade until he gets the, the go-ahead. It sounds like there have been some preliminary feeling-out conversations. You know, I'm in constant contact with them. We talk all the time. Yeah. You know, I, I do think that there are probably some wheels in motion already. So if Patrick Kane were to say, okay, I want out, I don't think – I never did think this, but I think he's starting from less than square one than I even thought he was. Um, so that that's kind of good. I, I I appreciate that he was saying like we're just not going to talk about it until he says so. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I thought behind the scenes things would be happening, and I'm glad to hear that they are. Yeah, and you know, with with so many Blackhawks players under the uh, client list of Pat Brisson, there's no way that. Uh, Kyle Davidson and Versan haven't had discussions about hypotheticals and potential and whatnot. And, and Kane himself said earlier this month um, that he had been presented with from, from his agent teams that would be interested. So obviously that information is also available yeah. to Kyle Davidson. So the grandiose decision and meeting um, that those, those talks, I'm sure that conversation uh, either hasn't happened or maybe it happens tonight. I don't know. Uh, but the feeling out process, that, that seems pretty evident that that's been ongoing. Um, which is, hey, which is, that, that's just kind of how, how, how things work. Um, but, you know, my, what I thought was interesting was, was Davidson basically saying, like, look, like, we know that this has been a long process, and there's no animosity or angst or anything towards Kane because of that. Um, I thought that was interesting because, as as we've uh, expressed, it is frustrating that no real decision has been made because it feels like it's holding up the rest of what the Blackhawks are could be doing. Um, 
and teams are starting to make moves. Teams that were, you know, potentially uh, speculated to be uh, targets for uh, landing spots for Patrick Kane. As they started to make other moves, it was like, okay, well, there's a team off the board. There's another team off the board. Maybe he's not going to get traded. You know, all this stuff. Um, the the from from Davidson's perspective and the organization's perspective, they're they're trying to let the process happen as it's going to happen, um, and they're not holding, you know, holding any any animosity over over Kane taking his time, and and that's good. Like because if if it does come up to, you know, an eventual parting of ways, you don't want to have the you know sour you don't want to have any sourness towards Kane as as he leaves the team because it was you know Davidson doesn't seem like the guy that would do this but you don't want to have a situation where the you know GM has to talk about you know we we traded our one of the faces of our franchise and yeah this guy held up everything that we were trying to do and now we're behind the eight ball and all this stuff and I don't think that was ever going to happen but it's good that he kind of clarified like look like we're just letting this process play out and he's earned the right to take as much time as he is, as as he needs to and the the team doesn't hold anything against him for it. Yeah, it's it's just it does put the GM in a tough spot to have to kind of wait but um yeah, I I never thought that they were feeling anything personal towards Kane or anything like that. Like this is a life altering decision. He's got a young son. He's got a young family. Mm-hmm. Like don't forget that his dad comes to like every home game but he doesn't fly right, so yeah. patrick kane going to edmonton or going to colorado or going somewhere out west Hangs probably out means pra- that his dad isn't coming to games anymore Hangs that's a factor practices and yeah and like these that, are all yeah. the things that like that you know when we're in our nhl 23 like just hit x to complete trade brains um <laughs> which we we obviously get stuck in sometimes like these are people with lives and all those yeah. things and this is a major decision I went through a major decision a year ago, mm-hmm. and all I had to do was move a couple miles west, <laughs> right? And it, right. It, 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 it's not a big, you know what I mean? Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, as opposed to, here's this place I've been my whole career, and I'm just going to, all right, it's over. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that was sort of how, when I said I was feeling the emotions of that Patrick Kane hat trick, it is almost as if we had come to take him for granted a little bit and Taves to an extent yeah and Duncan Keith and Brent Seabrook when their times were up where I was like oh god these guys aren't the same as they used to be no right. they're not but the realization of man this could be ending soon they're like within a couple weeks Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane might not be Blackhawks anymore that is crazy now it won't be Taves he's not getting traded but yeah. my god like that is really sit back and think about that and how crazy it's going to be to watch the Hawks and not have Kane on the ice. It's just yeah. It's wild. It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be very odd to see that uh, you know, to not see eighty eight and nineteen on the ice. Uh it's it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be weird if it if it happens. All right. Greg is standing by at the United Center, so we're gonna take a quick timeout. Uh later in the show, you're gonna hear from Kyle Davidson on Jonathan Taves, and Greg also sent in the Patrick Kane post-game video. We'll share that with you as well. We've got a lot coming up, uh, so we're going to take this break, and then we're going to get to Greg with all the latest from United Center. While you're waiting, hit that like button for us. We're at 123. Let's get 150. Yeah, let's go. Uh, hey, do you like beer? Yes. Do you like gooses? Uh, not particularly, but I like their beer. All right, well. Geese are assholes. Goose. <laughs> 
<laughs> Goose Island Beer Company. They are the official beer company and beer sponsor and presenting sponsor of CHGO. And it's a match made in heaven. It Chicago's is. beer since 1988. Of course, Goose Island uh, has the Blackhawks Pale Ale, as you'll see the box on our table. The great neon, uh, neon beer sign of the Blackhawks logo design on the can. Love the look of that. Love the taste of it as well. Uh, their roster includes that Blackhawks Pale Ale, of course, as a limited release. Also, the Bull City 312. A limited release as well. The always discernible 312 in the bright yellow can. Also have the Beer Beer Hug IPA series for you IPA fans. The Bourbon County Stout for the dark beer fans. The Green Line, the Matilda, all of the great uh, beers from Goose Island are available. And uh, just, you know, perfect for cracking open after Patrick Kane scores a hat trick. Goose Island's two local locations are open and ready to welcome you. You can grab a beer right from their innovation tanks at the Goose Island Tap Room, located at 1800 West Fulton. Or if you're a fan of beers paired with burgers, get yourself a smash burger and a fresh beer of the week at the original Clybourne Brewhouse, located at 1800 North Clybourne. Uh, for reservations and pickup, you can go to gooseisland.com slash locations. Again, that is uh, CHGO's official beer sponsor. Uh, Dale says uh, uh, geese are jagoffs that make great beer. Dale, the geese don't actually make the beer. Um, We'll explain it. I'll meet you in person. We'll talk about it. It's people, not actual geese. Uh, And Corey says we're going to have a takeover or a watch party uh, with Goose Island soon. Maybe. Mm. You never know. Mm. But we want to tell you about our other proud presenting partner, DraftKings Sportsbook, the official betting partner of CHGO and All City. Man, you got NBA uh, All Star Game. Is that happening right now? It is. Oh. Uh, they well. Well, you should have bet that. Is the game happening now? No, the draft was tonight. Is the game tonight too? Are they drafting I, I and then playing? I don't watch. The Here's All-Star the thing, game, but I don't know. I know the. I, it's always it's always the day after the dunk contest. <laughs> I, I think they're. I know uh, our NBA our pick of the week All-Star with uh, Laurie Markin and winning the three point contest didn't happen. So I am sorry. You can. Uh, direct your hate mail to j at allchgo.com. Okay, yes, the game has begun. It is the second quarter of the game. Ah, there you go. Uh, it is 69, nice, to 67. Perfect. Uh, bet the over? Sure. On DraftKings, I'm sure I'm sure it's a very high number, uh, but there's tons of stuff. MLB is right around the corner. The Cubs play a game in, like, less than a week, oh, a yeah. spring, training spring training game. There's the other team, too, but who cares? Let's go. Uh, so get your uh, overs and unders for the uh, MLB season. You can get your, like, home run totals. There's so much great mm-hmm. stuff to bet on DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm going to get in on my MLB bets this week. I'm going to set a reminder and do it because uh, I have not been winning lately, and I need to get back in the swing of things. Download the app now. Sign up with the code CHGO. New DraftKings customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code CHGO. Minimum agent eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. And before we get to Greg, it is time for our DraftKings cane of the game. Uh. The suspense is killing you, I know. Mm-hmm. Um, three goals, one assist, five shots on goal. What is that trade saying? value parabolic. <laughs> and 17-12 <laughs> of ice time, he was uh, old 
old school Patrick Kane in this it's one. Itch. It was great to see. So that is our draft oh, kings, yeah. king of the game. And remember, never in doubt. Download that app and use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. All right, let's go out to the United Center now and welcome in the handsomest man in podcasting. It is our friend and yours, Greg Boyson. Yeah, you. Oh, all right. Well, you know, <laughs> I'll take it. Ah, uh, boys, fun night. Uh, it was room. nice to be in a building where hats are being thrown, and it's not just Matt Peck because he's pissed <laughs> off that the Bulls lost again, or Mario because someone's uh, yelled at Kyle Davidson. Well, that's all right. I got people yelling at me in my Twitter feed tonight that I'm talking way too much about the biggest storyline that's surrounded the Blackhawks for the last five years. You <laughs> Mm. Just hit, just hit that mute button on March third. Then, there you <laughs> go. Yeah, how was uh, how was the locker room? We didn't, uh, we didn't play the Kane video, but could you give us the uh, synopsis? Yeah, I mean, Kane was, uh, you know, he was Patrick Kane, a man of a lot of words, but very uh, secretive. Still, a lot of questions about, uh, you know, the trade stuff. Little. Every time he talks about it, he gives you a little extra nugget just to keep. The tweets and the stories going, uh, he was asked by one of the uh, Toronto um, reporters, I'm not sure which one, uh, but he said, hey, were you kind of upset with the Ryan O'Reilly trade because the Maple Leafs, you know, were rumored to be one of the teams you were interested in. He was like, don't read everything uh, you, don't take everything you read as truth. They pretty much said I was never interested in playing for the Maple Leafs. Uh, so yeah, like you can, he's like, there's a lot of reports out there. Most of them aren't true. And you shouldn't believe everything you read. So that guy was a little red-faced uh, after that. But um, he did say that discussions between himself, his agent, and Kyle Davidson have been, quote, ongoing. And they have been ongoing for weeks. And they may or may not have ramped up over the past few days. So I think we're going to get an ultimate decision here in the very near future. Um, so say what you want. If you know this was his last game at the United Center, I doubt that they're back here on Tuesday. But maybe he's one of those uh, healthy scratches for trade purposes. Um, so it was uh, an interesting, you know. But he praised he praised the crowd. Obviously, uh, on a night like tonight, a pretty much I think it was the second largest crowd of the season. Yep. Um, and you felt it. It was it was an emotional night here tonight with it, with the Jonathan Taves news coming out this morning or this afternoon. You know, you had a big crowd. You had a lot of Leafs fans here. You know, the hat trick is just an emotional night, you know, because, listen, I don't know how much. I'm sure you guys talked about the Taves stuff a lot before I called in, but there's a really good chance, at least in my mind, which is a scary place most nights. Um <laughs> There's a really good chance Jonathan Taves has played his last game as a Blackhawk or maybe in the NHL. There's a really good chance. I know nobody wants to overreact and speculations, but this man's body is trying to tell him something. And it might be that hockey is not for you anymore, at least from a playing standpoint. So that's a real possibility. I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen, but it's a real possibility he's played his last game. And then for Patrick Kane to come out on a night where we're processing that information and to turn back the wheels of time and give us a vintage Patrick Kane performance, um, you know, it was it was really cool. We have not even really broached the subject of Taves yet. We spent the whole really. first half of the show talking about Kane. So why don't why don't we begin that conversation now? And and I think your comment about 
Jonathan Taves' Blackhawks career being potentially over. Um, I hope he listens to his body. And, look, he knows it better than anybody. But you said it, Greg. This dude's body is trying to tell him something. And when you factor in the long COVID, the immune disorder, uh, all the concussions, all the mileage on the body, everything is accomplished. What does Jonathan Taves have left to prove? And and we were talking about, you know, would you bring Patrick Kane back for three or four years and, you know, let him finish his career as a Blackhawk? I, I can get my head around that. I almost don't feel comfortable giving Jonathan Taves another contract. Like, yeah. for his own good. And I don't think there's many yeah. teams around the league that are going to be chomping at the bit to sign Jonathan Taves. And, it's again, it's not a knock against him. It just It's the reality of the situation is it'd be one thing if he just wasn't the player he used to be and the natural decline was underway. A team could say, hey, you know what? Jonathan Taves is our third-line center. That's awesome. Let's do it for two or three years and see what happens. But when he gets the flu and all of a sudden he's out indefinitely, something is wrong Mm -hmm. and he needs to take care of himself. And that's what Kyle Davidson was saying. Look, aside from all the trade stuff, aside from his hockey future, we got to get the person healthy again. Yeah, That's scary, man. And and I know he's an ultra competitor and I, I think he's maybe wants to prove to himself that he can still do it. But dude, like, I don't know what's best for Jonathan Taves. None of us do. Only he and his doctors know that. But I hope he makes the best decision for his own long-term health because this is a dude that will have a career in hockey for a long time. It might not be as a player, but he'll be a coach. He could be in a front office somewhere. Hell, he could be a great scout. He could be a commentator. Who knows? Jonathan Taves is not just going to fade away in the hockey world. No, He's going to be front and center in the NHL for a long, long time. And I hope he just listens to his body and does the right thing. I don't know what that is, but I just... I just hope he does what's right for himself. Yeah, he's he's definitely someone who has always uh, been in tune with with his body physically, whether it was, you know, putting on putting on on weight to play a heavier game, taking off weight to to be faster, you know, changing his diet, all those things. Uh, he's definitely someone who who, you know, all athletes uh, for the most part scientifically look at their body and how to optimize it. But Jonathan Taze is usually at a, at a, at a higher level than most others when it comes to stuff like that. So I would imagine, uh, he is taking a very, uh, pragmatic approach to how to take care of himself at this, at this point. And, you know, with, uh, with, with the chronic immune response syndrome, um, you know, I've, I've, I've had someone, uh, you know, that I've, that I know go through, something something like that and it's it's not something that goes away easily and it's not something that uh is you know you it's 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 not easy to pinpoint uh what what causes it or how you come back from it each each time and it and it's 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 different it could be you know like 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 with Taze's uh you know instance here he gets you know gets a flu or whatever it is and his body just can't recover from it like normal and it puts you on it you know puts you on the shelf for a couple of days a couple of weeks um or it could be you know what i went for a a one mile run and for whatever reason my body hated that i did that and now i have to sit on the couch for two three days yeah and this is a guy who's playing nhl hockey games and having to kind of battle through that and i'm sure his i'm sure as he has kind of said uh, today, 
or, or as, as, as Kyle Davidson said today, th- this is something that predates the NHL All-Star break yeah. of, of what Taze has been, has been dealing with. And it kind of seems like all season he has been doing a, 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 a tug of war back and forth with himself and what he wants to do and what his body's allowing him to do. So if he thinks he can keep going, there will be an NHL team that will give Jonathan Taze an opportunity to keep going. If he can't, if, if, his, if his body ultimately makes the decision for him that says you cannot be an NHL player anymore, um, that's going to be, I, I can only imagine for him how difficult of a reality that is going to be to, to, to come to. And, you know, making the decision to, to take time away from hockey now um, to make that public so that the Blackhawks, the fans all 31 other NHL teams will know that he's not going to be available as March 3rd comes up is, is good. And um, I, I, I hope to see him on the ice before the end of the year, because that means his body has recovered yeah. to a point in which he is healthy enough to, and, and confident enough in it that he can play again. Um, if we don't see him the rest of the year, then I think the retirement talks, um, all of that, I think there's a little bit more. more he to also, it just like Kane deserves his flowers from this fan base oh, for sure. and deserves to have a proper send off. And if this was indeed Patrick Kane's last night as a Blackhawk, it will be memorable as hell. It'll be a storybook ending to a storybook career uh, in Chicago. Um, probably not if he hasn't officially made that decision yet, but man, I, I, if I was Patrick Kane, I'd be very tempted to say, you know what? That's a hell of a way to go out. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a hell of a way to be remembered, and, and, and I hope Jonathan Taves gets that sort of chance. And it doesn't have to be a hat trick. If it's the no. last game of the season and, Pat, and Jonathan Taves is on the ice, I hope that the fans at the United Center make him feel everything he deserves because yeah. it's everything. Game, it really is. Game 82 is at home. The, uh, the Taves situation, it's starting to remind me a lot of Corey Crawford where you're just like, come on, dude, like do the right thing here. And he tried that one, you know, he tried with the devils and finally said, Hey, I can't do it. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens there. One thing that Luke Richardson said before the game, when talking about Taze, we all remember that game in New Jersey where Taze was, uh, you know, pulled from the lineup and Lucas Reichel had to fly in for the game and all that. Uh, Richardson said that that was Richardson's choice and that Taze was pissed that he wouldn't let him play. So that was like the team holding him back saying dude you're not you're not right so that's how long this has been going on and that was and that was November, december december well, yeah, yeah that, that was, was well before this latest bout uh and he missed yeah. the calgary game and he came back the next game for the edmonton game and that was the last time we've seen him on the ice so uh you know oh we got a dance party going on right now um so that sounds uh, you know yeah um so I completely lost my train of thought because I was not expecting the well, dance party to go on. No, that. let's do this. Why don't we? And, and Taze, well, yeah, so it's been a while that, that Taze has been back and forth kind of dealing with this. And he had a great start to the year and then kind of tapered off. I wouldn't be surprised if it was even before that period of time where he started to kind of feel like, you know what, this is going to be a long season that I'm going to have to kind of battle back from each game, each practice. You've seen maintenance days from him a lot. It's... It's taken a toll on him for sure. And let's uh, get the tinfoil yeah. hats out of the chat, please. Like, yeah, um, get out of here. Jonathan Taves got COVID before the 
quote-unquote jab was even a thing. So piss off with that nonsense. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. Okay. We, we not like we not. Eighty-five percent of the country has the vaccine, and we're okay. Anyway, Jesus Christ, it's three years later. Can we move on, people? Um, why don't we do the three stars of the game? Because Greg, we want to play the post game you sent in from Kane, and we want to get the Taze video too. And there's a dance party happening behind you, so let's do our three stars of the game, and then we'll yeah, let Greg, we'll let Greg join in Club Dub uh, <laughs> after the game. Three stars of the game. Number three, Cole Gutman, with his first NHL game. Uh, he was also a plus one, 1301 of ice time, three shots on goal. Real nice game for him. And man, that goal was a freaking that was snipe. A beautiful goal. That was a really nice first NHL goal. Number two star, Max Domi, one goal, three assists, plus three, Oof. 18, I'm sorry, 1646 of ice time, four shots on goal. Really solid game for him. And of course, the number one star of the game goes to Patrick Kane, three goals and assists, four points, plus three, 1712 of ice time. Five shots on goal and a takeaway. So there you go. There's your number one star of the game, Patrick Kane. My four star, is it going to go to a guy who I actually sort of like made a little note in my game notes in the first period? Tyler Johnson was on a different level in this game, just playing his ass off. Mm -hmm. Uh, he, he, uh, he, He tied up a stick on the penalty that um, Athanasiu took. There was a delayed penalty, and the Leafs had the puck for a while. And uh, they got a shot on goal, big rebound from Stauber. And Tyler Johnson just battling as hard as he could, ties up the stick, prevents what would have surely been a goal because Stauber was out of position. The puck was right there. There were four or five moments in this game where Tyler Johnson was just relentlessly checking and lifting sticks, and he just played a hell of a game. So I really like Tyler Johnson. Uh, just a, a class guy, top to bottom, finished with plus two, four shots on goal of his own, and three hits for a guy who's, uh, what, 5'7", five, 5'8"? Five, he's not a big guy. Yeah, he's a, a, a short king and uh, just played outstanding in this game. So Tyler Johnson gets my four star of the night. Yes, and he made all of us nervous when he passed on that empty net chance at the end of the game. Oh God! Came right back we, down. I was like, we were, <laughs> we were, we were scores this goal. Jay's got to change his pick. Oh, we we were here at the uh, at the office, and when when the puck went the other way, uh, Jay and I were both just like, "Well, now the game's tied." <laughs> yeah, we we were assuming it was coming, but it uh, felt assured. It did not. It felt like it was coming. Uh, my fourth star of the night is not my original choice, but I'm going to go with Jackson Stauber. Great game out of the young goalie in what might maybe be his last start this season. Uh, we got some good news that Alex Stalock is progressing from oh. Luke Rissenshin and is hopeful to join them on the upcoming road trip. So oh, okay. this might be the last game for a while we see of Jackson Stauber. Uh, but based on the season between Mrazek and Stalock's uh, luck staying healthy, he might be right back, you know, sooner rather than later. But great start for Stauber. Uh, I originally had Cole Gutman in this slot, and I put we can use the timestamps. I put I'll take Cole Gutman in our <laughs> in our Slack chat, and then literally like 45 seconds later, he scored the game-winning goal, and I was like, well, he's going to be a third star now, so I got to change my pick. But it was an easy pick to go to Stauber, who made 32 saves. Uh, Luke Richardson sang his praises after the game, complimented on how compact and calm he is in the crease. There were a lot of 
when after that Gutman goal, the Leafs came right back and had multiple chances uh, right in front of the net, and he stopped them all. He was excellent. He did have his first NHL assist on the board for, for a little while. They even announced it on the Domi Empty Netter, but when I look on the official stats, it's gone. So they took it away from him. Those cheap the, bastards uh, in the scoring is it department. Gone? It's gone. It's no longer listed no, in the I game. See it. It's here. It's yeah. still there. Oh, it is gone. What the hell? Yeah. I, so, I literally hit refresh uh, and it disappeared. Gone. They, they even announced it in the arena on the Domi goal, and they took it off. But uh, And speaking of which, Max Domi, great night tonight. I uh, want to give him a shout-out. That trade stock is going up, too. What, nicely done for Max Domi, who now leads the team in goals, assists, and points. Just as we all imagined. <laughs> Just like we all predicted. All right, hold on. Drum roll. Now, people in the chat are guessing, Mario. You guys don't know Mario, okay? <laughs> when you assume you make an ass out of you and me, do not assume you know what Mario is going to pick. Mario, who's your four-star? Uh, it's... it's Jake McCabe. What? Whoa. <laughs> out of nowhere. Listen, all right. This, this is not just a bit. <laughs> well, this, it's kind of a bit. This is, <laughs> this is well-deserved from uh, Mr. McCabe Does he tonight. Have to take his blue stick? <laughs> he, no, actually, he he was not. Uh, it was actually Patrick Kane. Uh, no, no points. That's fine. Uh, he was a plus two. Five hits, seven blocked shots, and one takeaway in twenty minutes of ice time. Twenty minutes, fourteen seconds, uh, and I was I I I truly, truly honest. Uh, I was looking. At the games game sheets, I was I was trying to think back throughout the game, and I was just like, okay, who is who has been standing out? Who's been playing well? Gutman was someone I was thinking of. Uh, Jackson Stauber was someone I was thinking of. But then, of course, I just in in the back of my mind, it's Jake McCabe is just he's just always there. I just have to you know, did someone do better than him? Uh, so I was trying to figure out who it was, and then Michael Bunting. Uh, decided to get in Jake McCabe's face, and that is always That's a bad, a bad idea. And he wanted to fight McCabe. Mark Lazarus learned that. And <laughs> and uh, Jake McCabe wasn't taking the bait, and laughed in Michael Bunting's face. And I said, "There is the fourth star that we all know and love." Uh, so quite the night for Jake McCabe. Um, yeah, I think he's. I think he's great. I would love to see him play the rest of his career in Chicago. I don't think he will. Uh, well, we, Charlie, I, think I've, I think I found out the reason why he didn't fight because he had his little ones in, in the stadium. Yeah, you night. said his kids were in the. Uh, he had his he had his kids in the locker room after the game, showing they were showing him his helmet, and they wanted to see the ice. They had no interest in Jake McCabe's gear. They just said, "Take us to the ice, Daddy," and he did. <laughs> I think Jake McCabe's kids could beat up Michael Bunting. Yeah, maybe. They could beat were me they, up. I know that. <laughs> were they were they chewing on pieces of bark as they were walking yeah, through the, the locker room, toughing themselves uh, up? No, all the bark was put up on the t- top shelf where they couldn't reach it. Ah, okay. There you go. Gotcha. All right, Greg. Thanks for joining us, man. We appreciate it. Great job as always. One, uh, one have a quick thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Before yeah, you send me off uh, from Luke Richardson's press conference about our guy Sam Lafferty, uh, said he had him out there. Uh, against Austin Matthews because he wanted to match him up with Matthews. And if you look at the stats, Austin Matthews was a relatively quiet night for his standards. Mm. Kept him off the score sheet as far as goals go. 
and hey, other GMs around the league that need a, need a guy that could play defense in a Stanley Cup playoff series. Luke Richardson put Sam Lafferty out there against Austin Matthews. Yes, second of back to back games, but he was still very effective against one of the best players in the world today. That's just something uh, to make sure gets out there. So all 31 NHL GMs looking for a guy like that can hear about it. Man, plenty of scouts in the building tonight. Top five skater in the league, according to Patrick Kane, shutting down Austin <laughs> Matthews. First round I pick mean, or bust. Start, start, uh, start uh, minting his plaque for the Hall of Fame. It's, it's coming. Might there you well. go. All right, buddy. Thank you. Right, Drive buddy. safe. Enjoy, Enjoy the, the club dance dub. party. Yeah. All right. All right. That is Greg Boyson <laughs> from the United Center. Uh, all right, we got a lot of show left, so don't go anywhere. We got a lot of people also in the chat. We're gonna play Patrick Kane's post game press conference. Uh, lots of good stuff in there, so make sure you're paying attention in its entirety. And then we also have uh, our our tankathon standings to update. We've got the uh, the tank sim that we're gonna do. We hit our goal of a uh, of a hundred likes, so we got four bonus spins tonight. Coyotes currently beating the Blue Jackets two nothing. Everything's coming up. That's, well, not really. That's, that's you a, can use that's the blue jackets game. to lose. Don't 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 put don't brain on the parade tonight. Um, <laughs> all right, why don't we let's play Patrick Kane? Then we'll take a break after that. Um, but here's Patrick Kane after the game uh, with the assembled media at the United Center. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was just uh, got some chances tonight. Obviously, um, you know, uh, uh, going back to the last couple of games, playing with Max and Percy just. Been getting some looks and uh, you know, nice to capitalize on them. And uh, yeah, always nice to have a game like that at home. You said that in front of that crowd and against Toronto and uh, yeah. knowing what could be in the next few days. But what's this one mean to you? Oh, well, it's just, you know, I mean, not really thinking about anything other than just playing the game. And uh, always fun to play against Toronto. I mean, they got some great players, they're a great team, and uh, uh, you know, original six matchups. So I know there's a lot of history there at the Blackhawks and Maple Leafs, and um, I haven't played at home here in a while, so it was nice to get back on home ice and try to draw the fence. Can you talk about that energy tonight? With the yeah, yeah, they were awesome. Uh, you know, I thought they uh, uh, were really into the game, and um, yeah, a couple times out there, um, you know, you just get chills with uh, you know the way they're into it, with the team not doing well. And, uh, the position we're in, and uh, yeah, it was amazing. You talked about the third. Too, that they've kept coming up this year. Yeah, I think the crowds have been great. I mean, they've been into every game until they want us to win. They're uh, you know living and dying with us every play, so it's uh, it's, it's impressive. You talked about the third goal. Did you know it was in? Did you think it was in? Like, what did you see? Yeah, I thought it had a chance, and then you know, just uh, they must have been looking at the replay on the bench because they told me it was in. So. Um, you know, personally, when I saw it, I thought maybe it was like half over the line, half on the line, and. Uh, yeah, just enough. You think those guys tried a little too hard to get to your fourth goal there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it'd be nice to just put that one in and, uh, and end the game. I know they had a couple chances there for that. So, um, But, yeah, big one. Has there been anything different these past two games, or is just that things have gotten in? Yeah, you know, just getting the shots through, kind of picking corners, and, uh, um, you know, getting chances too. So. What went through your mind when Toronto traded for Ryan O'Reilly? There was some... You know, speculation that that might that might have been a team that. Oh, um, yeah. I don't think there's uh, really. I mean, at least that I know of, much much discussion of uh, that being an option. So I think that was. Uh, I know there's there's a lot of different reports out there. Um, 
uh, and uh, not all of them are true. So gotta be careful what you listen to. Did, did you know that um, you're the um, the first player to score 700 points mm -hmm. um, at, at United Center tonight? Now you're at uh, 703. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's a great place to play, like I said, and uh, always nice to perform here. So. You're simply taking that day by day, but is this really not weighing on you at all? It's just the whole process. Uh, you know, it is what it is, and uh, just the situation. It, you know, it is so. It's like, what are you going to do about it? Um, so it's kind of where we're at. Patrick, what? how tough is it to see the news with Jonathan? Obviously, yeah. he's been out for a little bit, but seeing what he's going through again. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, obviously, we're supporting him and uh, and what he has going on and just, uh, you know, hoping he gets better. Um, you know, there's definitely been flashes this year where he feels good and you can see it on the ice. And, uh, um, uh, yeah, we're with him, so. We're supporting him and we let him know that and uh, hopefully he does what he have to, has to to you know, feel better and uh, uh, be able to play the way he wants. Have you um, uh, decided or to, to kind of ramp up talks with uh, Davidson? You know, we, we talked to him and it seems like you're both kind of saying, you know, in the other guy's court to, to kind of move this yeah. along. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I don't think he's he's lying when he says that. You know, I'm the one with the, uh, the no movement clause and just, uh, but we've been having discussions, and uh, you know, even with my agent, pretty much uh, every day for the past few weeks. So it's been ramped up for a while. What's your gut tell you? What's going to happen? I don't know. You know, it's, <laughs> I think if I knew that, I'd probably make the decision already. So um, yeah, we'll see. Well, there you have it. Uh, discussions have been ongoing for a few weeks. That's what stood out to me. Um, yeah. I mean. They're working on it, and he, I still don't think he knows what he wants to do. And and I was thinking about, like, what does this game do for Patrick Kane? And before even he had the hat trick and the great night, before the game even started, I said to you guys at the game, like, do you think Taves not being traded changes the way Kane feels? Like, because part of me was thinking that the two of them would kind of agree. Like, let's go or let's stay. Because we've always been together, so let's just go out together. Yeah. And I wondered, like, would that have an impact on Patrick Kane saying, well, look, if Taze isn't going, I'm staying. I'm not I'm not leaving either. I don't know. And, and like, yeah. literally, like, he'll say one thing and I'll say another. I don't think he has made up his mind. I don't know. I, I, I think there is, you know, the last question, what's your gut tell you? He goes, I don't know. You know, right. and, the, and there's, you know, there's a chuckle and a smile and whatnot. You know, after the second goal tonight, uh, they put him up on the on the video board uh, during a stoppage in play. Huge ovation, and you know he you can see he looks up, sees that he's on on the screen. Here's the ovation, and and you know it, it looked like he was kind of like because because not very often is is a guy like Patrick Kane take taken out of the game as far as like you know his mental space like folks you know always focus on the game focusing on, on the task at hand, not really paying attention to anything happening in, in an arena, but something like that, I think, where he's kind of takes takes him a second and, and he realizes, like, oh, like, this is this, this is what the moment is. Um, you know, it looked like he was taking that in. And I, I do wonder. I do wonder what a performance like this and a reception like this uh, does because for, for a long time, you know, there's there's – been the the chatter of will he won't he what does he want to do 
all of these things. There's been, you know, fractions of the fan base that have, you know, kind of turned sour on him, whatnot. But I think a game like tonight that he puts on the kind of performance he did, the fans uh, gave the, the, the love back to him uh, that maybe had been missing a bit this season. Yeah. I wonder, you know, if, if that is kind of the, uh, the atmosphere that we haven't felt this year in, in the United Center. Uh, and clearly that Patrick Kane has, has probably not felt uh, in the United Center this year. I wonder if that is something that, that plays into, into his mind. And we're coming down to, from you know, decision time. And uh, those, those, those kinds of things could, could, could make an impact and make a lasting impression. So, yeah, I do wonder if that is something that comes into play. I think, if, I think the Tay situation comes into play, too. Um, you know, the, 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 the talk has been that if and when Patrick Kane's making a decision to stay or go, it was going to give the Blackhawks, uh, and Kyle Davidson at least seven to 10 days prior to the deadline to make something happen. We're 12 days from the deadline. Yeah, we're getting there. So it is, but it, it is, is going to be coming soon. They've been talking. And I think based on what Davidson said in the comments we played earlier, I'm sure he's got some offers already. Oh, and I'm 100%. sure that Kane and Pat Brisson have heard those offers. Not that they care about the return necessarily, but in terms of destinations they want to go to. I also yeah, think, absolutely. just an aside here, if Kane does decide to be traded, it wouldn't shock me if he said, what's the best deal for this team? Who's yeah. offering you the best deal? Like, I'll go to these four teams. Which is giving you the best return? Mm-hmm. We think it's Dallas. Great. I'm in. Let's go. Well, didn't he make the comments about wanting to do right, wanting to by, do the right by the team? Yeah. Yes. So there's yep. there's definitely that uh, you know that aspect to it that he's not just going to say, well, I only want to go. He's not going to go the the Claude Giroux route and say, well, I only want to go to one team and kind of s- screw Davidson. And, if he was going to do that, it would have been the Rangers, I think. Yeah, yeah, it would have been, and I don't think that's going to happen now, especially after they acquired Tyler Mott. Um, but yeah, I think, I think, I think Kane, if he decides to go, there's probably, if I'm trying to get into his head, uh, maybe two teams that make the most sense, um, between Dallas and Carolina. Um, if he comes to Kyle Davidson and says, I want to trade, these are my two teams. Whoever's getting you the best offer, go for it. It won't matter to me either way. It's just one of those two makes the most sense. You know what's good about that, too, is that those teams can get wind of that. Oh, yeah. They could. And say, Kane's going to take the best offer, not choose the team he wants. Yeah. Whatever. We're totally speculating. It's just the mind <laughs> just races with this whole thing. Yeah. And it's I mean, uh, This is not a situation that that we have been in and this organization has been in in, I, I can't even think the last time, that yeah. there's been, like, the, like, the big piece of of the team of the organization that is likely going to be traded like it's been a long time and it's hasn't been in a situation like this where the Blackhawks are 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 trying to regain the glory of you know the 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 previous years the biggest names that have been traded besides Jonathan Tays and Patrick Kane away from the team have been done so uh in a disgruntled manner you know, uh, you think of, of Chris Chelios and Jeremy Roenick and, um, you know, just guys like that in those eras. It wasn't because the Blackhawks were trying to get better. It's because they were, they were penny-pinching. 
Yep. And this is a, so this is a situation that a, a lot of fans have not been in in a very long time. So it's 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 different. It is. That's for sure. All right. You may notice we're giving you an extended dance mix edition of the show today. <laughs> we're still going to play John, the Kyle Davidson uh, comments about Jonathan Taves. Director's cut. Uh, we're still going to do our tank stuff. But first, you think anyone was golfing today? I would be shocked if people were not golfing today. It was because very tempting. It was beautiful in this uh, false spring that we were having. I drove by Coyote Run and I was like, interesting. <laughs> Perhaps if you are uh, if you are itching to get back on the golf course, make sure you're doing it in the best golf apparel around. Of course, I am talking about Pins and Aces, the official golf apparel partner of CHGO and the presenting sponsor of the Big Drive Energy Golf Podcast on the All City Network. We love ourselves our, some Pins and Aces gear, and they have tons to offer you. They are a family-owned golf and apparel business. So you got to love that. Support family businesses. Uh, they make amazing polos, hats, golf bags that can be customized to your liking. And, of course, the beer sleeve, the innovative product that allows you to store up to seven beers right there inside beers. your golf bag and keep them cold for the entire round. And they could be beers. They could be sparkling waters. They could be, uh, I think, Hawaiian Punch comes in a can if you like that. Any 12-ounce can you can fit in there. Hawaiian Punch S- rules. It's great. It's never never a bad day when you have a, a nice cold Hawaiian punch. Uh, if you want to store seven of those in your golf bag, you can do it with the beer sleeve from Pins and Aces. Check out pinsandaces.com. When you do, use the promo code CHGO, and you're going to receive 15% off of your first order, and you're going to get free shipping on that order too. That's pinsandaces.com using the promo code CHGO. All right, let's go back to United Center. Earlier this afternoon, this is about 2.30 or so. This was, well, no, it was about 2.15 because I remember I was driving in and I got my, uh, I got a little Fitbit here that's connected to my phone. It started buzzing like all hell. And uh, I was like, what is going on? And it was uh, the alert that a statement on Jonathan Taze was going to be coming soon. Oh, yeah. And that Kyle Davidson was going to be meeting the media at 2.15. And I looked at my GPS and it said 2.25. And I said, oh, crap. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was about 2.15 this, uh, this Kyle Davidson media availability was happening. Well, let's give it a listen. This is uh, Kyle Davidson discussing uh, the decision to shut down Jonathan Taves indefinitely. Um, you know, I think I'll, I'll start just by, um, you know, obviously acknowledging Jonathan's statement. And we know this has been a really difficult uh, period for him and uh, uh, you know it, it's it's something you know we, we miss him being around the team and we want to get him back uh, around the team and on the ice um, but uh, in the meantime we're going to work with him and support him and in, in whatever he needs uh, to uh, to make sure he's feeling good and feeling strong and in a spot where he can come back on the ice so um, we'll, we'll take it day by day but uh, the hope is that he can he can still play some games here down the stretch. Do you expect him to be moved? Did you say before March 3rd? So, so what was that? Did you, do you expect him to be moved by March 3rd? Oh, no, we're not thinking about that. This is, this is uh, we're trying to help him get back to full strength, and that's totally secondary. When did it become apparent? Because at first we, we were told it was flu and everything. Is it something that just kind of grew with time, or, or when did it become apparent that this was the main issue? Yeah, it, it was just something that, that you know, kept, kept persisting and kept going, and, and you know, I don't think it was really known exactly what it was. It was just, you know, not, not feeling well, not being able to compete and, and have his body function the way he, he would have liked. So um, it was just something that, that sort of developed over time. 
Did you guys just talk recently about, I guess, next steps or where he thought he was, you know, health-wise? Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of an ongoing thing. He, you know, it was started uh, previous to the, the All-Star break, and, and so it, it's not something that, that just came up. We're kind of dealing with it uh, alongside him for, for some time now. How much is that presence? It's probably already been missed, but how much is it, uh, is it missed just around, uh, especially in a, a room where you're trying to rebuild and have a lot of young faces? Yeah, he's such a fixture and such a, uh, you know, an important figure within the room, and, and uh, it's, you know, it's not, it's not great. It's not, uh, you know, you never want to have someone like that, that out, and um, so we're, we miss him, and, and, you know, hopefully we can get him back soon. He's been out since January 28th. was the last game he played. Have you been able to talk to him at all? Like, how's he, feel, how's he feeling emotionally and things like that? Um, yeah, I think... He, been able to talk to him, it's frustrating. He wants to compete, he wants his, his body to respond, you know, uh, effectively and, and the way he wishes it would. But a um, couple of chats with him, he's in, you know, good spirits, but frustrated. And that's understandable, not being able to, you know, go out there and compete every day. Are you hopeful he will play again this season? Like, is that... Is that Absolutely, because that yeah. means he's feeling good. So that's, that's something we really want uh, for us and for him. Um, you know, I think... In working with him and, and him, you know, trying to work his way back in the lineup. If he's on the ice, then that means he's feeling uh, better than he is now. So that that would be uh, positive progress. Has he been on the ice? I think Luke had said that he had been. He he was skating a little bit last week, and uh, from my understanding, he you know, just wasn't feeling great and body wasn't responding the way he was hoping, and so taking a little bit of a step back. Uh, but he was skating on the ice when we were in Canada. Boy, you know. Um this just sucks, man. It yeah. just sucks for Taves. And um, I may have said it earlier in the show. I know he tweeted it earlier. Whatever his intentions were um, to be traded, to stay, um, this was not what he wanted. This is not how he wanted potentially his career in no. Chicago to end. And now hearing that for the second time, when Kyle Davidson is asked, do you expect him to be back? He, he says, well, that would be great because it would mean he's healthy. It doesn't sound like they expect him to be back. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I might be reaching there, um, but what's the point? 26, 27 more games to, to play this year. Um, I, think if, I think if he's feeling healthy enough to play, there, there's nothing that tells me that he won't play because this is Jonathan Taze. He's right. the ultimate competitor. If he, if he believes that he's ready to go, and the, the team medical staff gives him the green light. I don't see any reason that he's not going to play. I think because of that fact that if he's if he's healthy enough to play and wants to play, it's a sign that he's that he's feeling good. And I think that that is uh, for for a, for a, for a lot of professional athletes, they feel the best when they're playing, you right. know, physically and mentally. So it's you know, it, I I would love to see him play again for that exact reason to know that his health is at a point where he can get back on the ice that would be fantastic um but yeah i mean this is this is a, a situation that no professional athlete wants to find themselves in to where they're taken they're taken off of you know out of the lineup um put on the shelf for for reasons that are kind of out of their control just and sad. and with taze it's it's you know the, the the questions about retirement have been uh, just in the back of everybody's mind for basically the last two years since this since he missed the uh, abbreviated 2020-2021 season um, because of the the chronic immune response syndrome that he was he's dealing with and everything else. 
um, those, those questions have been in the back of, of everyone's mind. And, and now I think they, they come back again. Um, he's he's going to hear it again. He may, might be hearing it louder and more prominently than he ever was before. Um, and it's it's tough because guy, everyone wants to go out on their own terms. No one wants to be handed your your walking papers right you know by injury or or anything like that like or or you know illness so yeah it's it's tough for him it's not the it's not the way that i think people wanted to hear that jonathan taze wasn't going to be traded this year i think that fact wanted to be like he made the decision to stay right this is his body telling him like you're going to be of service to no one right now. So there, there couldn't be a trade even if he wanted to. Yeah. So it's, it's tough. It's very tough. Yeah. Especially for a guy who played the way he played for so long and it's just brutal. You don't want this for anybody, but especially it's, it's amplified when it's got the aura of Jonathan Taves around it. All right. We've got, did we lose some likes? What the hell happened? I was like 153 and we got 145 now. What the hell? Nah. <laughs> we'll get no, us over 150 good. anyway. We need four more. Let's do it. Um, we're going to do our tank standings, and then we're going to wrap the show up. So let's do it. All right. The tank standings. Here right. they are. Columbus on top. They are currently playing the uh, the Coyotes. They are trailing 2-1 to one in the second period. However, they're out shooting the uh, Coyotes 17-13, so they're hanging in there. They're doing okay. They're at the top with 40 points in 56 games. Anaheim with uh, the same 40 points in 56 games. The Hawks third with 41 points in 55 games. Then it's the Sharks with 45, and the Coyotes with 47. As we have it now, we have six. Potential spins, I believe. We have well, so we had three banked coming into tonight. Three banked. The one tonight is four. We wanted to get to a hundred likes. We got that five. five. If we get to one fifty, we, we get another. We'll do six. We'll do six yep. if we need it. There's one. I think we just hit it. All right, one fifty. Six spins now. Six spins if we if need it. If they win the sim on the first spin, second spin, whatever, we bank those bonus spins. So we need to keep track of this. Steven, yes. producer extraordinaire. It's your job to track this. This is uh, prospectwatcher.com. All right. Here we go. We've had a lot of First success with them the so far. Let's do it. Knock on wood. It is. Ooh. Uh, ooh Anaheim, Vancouver, four. Columbus, San Jose, Chicago. No. Zach Benson. Respin. Mm. Oh, God. All right. Well, that was one. That sucked. Number two. Columbus, St. Louis, Anaheim, oh. Chicago. St. Louis, get out of here. Eesh. No one likes you. No. All right. Well, that's two. Brutal. Let's try again. All right. Come on. Columbus, oh. Vancouver, Chicago, Anaheim, San Jose. Oh, God. Oh, so they, so they didn't change. Uh, no, the Hawks had fourth they last time. stayed at number three. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, that's three down. All right. I was hoping that Boy, we would bank we some of these. One Jeez, of these. Come on now. Let's see it. There, there we go. we are. All Woo! right. Hawks, Sharks, Blue Jackets, Ducks, Coyotes. And the Hawks take Connor Bedard. There you go. All right, yeah, so that was four. Banking two spins. So we've got two banked for the next show. Awesome. Which is okay. Tuesday night. Yeah, we're off tomorrow. We're back Tuesday post game. So make sure you join us there. Look, we have had a full house all night. Uh, we're Appreciate happy to stay everybody. on some extra time for you. Did an hour 16 in this one. 
We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, if it's your first time checking us out, make sure you smash that like button. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube page. Chances are, if it's your first time checking us out, you've got someone else in your life that's a Hawks fan. Let them know about us. Chances are, you've got someone in your life that's a Chicago sports fan. Let them know about CHGO Cubs, Bears, Bulls, White Sox, Fire, Red Stars, everything. Every pro team is covered mm-hmm. here at CHGO. Spread the word. Even if you're a long-timer, let your friends know about us because we're not even a year old yet. So we need your help. Almost. We need your support. And we want to thank you for being here with us uh, for this entire show. We knew this was going to be big. We didn't think it was going to be this big. So we appreciate your support. Absolutely. We're going to wrap things up. One final reminder that we are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use that promo code CHGO when you sign up. For Greg Boyson, who is driving home. For Mario Tirabasi, who's right there. For Steven, who's uh, running the board and running the show for us. I'm Jay Zawoski. Thanks for listening to the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.